All right. Webinar is now streaming live on YouTube. We'll give it just a second here for, for it to start and for people to join up. And then we'll announce the topic. All right. Um, so this is Divi Chat episode 106. It seems like it's even flown by since episode like 100 when Nick was on. Oh, yeah. Six episodes since then. Oops. Let me, let me mute my... Uh, mute it here. Okay. So uh, today... We are going to talk to talk about it's kind of like an impromptu uh, topic because I think we had something else on the board and decided to move it. But we're going to talk about reasons and benefits to stick with one theme, um, one theme or framework with your web development. So before we get started, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and introduce the panel. Uh, Tammy, we haven't seen you in a while. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? It's really nice to be back. I'm Tammy Grant from Orlando, Florida, and I run Sunflower Creatives, BrandElemental.com, and The Coaching Marketplace. I can be found on Twitter at Your Block Place. Excellent. Glad to have you. I, I see you survived uh, Black Friday. Yes, I'm alive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that's always a fun week. I'm, I'm still recovering from it. <laughs> All right, Leslie. Hello, uh, I'm Leslie Burnell of A Girl in Her Mac, um, and you can find me at agirlinhermac.design and at agirlinhermac on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Excellent. Thanks for coming on the show. As usual, you're probably the most steady, one of the Very most steady guests. today. <laughs> I love Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> love the hat. Love the hat. <laughs> All right, Mr. Timothy. Yeah, uh, Tim Streifler here. I do not have a awesome hat like Leslie. It's okay. You have Murphy behind you. <laughs> I do. I have my mascot over there. Murphy. Ooh, I, I should bring in my little dog. Yeah, Corey got a new dog. Uh, Tim Streifler, you can find me online at divvylife.com and timstreifler.com and wpgears.com. And where are you coming from? Where are you broadcasting from here, Tim? I am coming from Austin, Texas. <laughs> it was an in, a long going inside joke. Leslie gets mad at me when I say Austin because I don't live in Austin. I live in the the Austin area in a suburb. And, and Leslie, it, it I, I, I was going to say the footer of I your accept e it. I accept the, it. The, the footer of your email blast does say Round Rock, Texas. So yeah, because that's that's my legal address. Yeah, <laughs> mailing address. <laughs> All right. And I am Corey Jenkins coming at you from Prescott, Arizona. And you can find me at aspengrovestudios.com and divvy.space. So I, I think we're going to stick with tradition here um, because I'm exhausted. My brain's not working. So uh, we're going to let Tim kind of expand upon the topic and uh, we'll kind of go from there. Yeah. So um, this was actually a, a topic on uh, mine and uh, David's other podcast wp the podcast um is actually one of our first episodes we're like 430 something episodes in now uh but episode six uh the five reasons to choose and stick with a wordpress theme framework and uh kind of the the idea behind it is nowadays when you have uh divi a, a page builder that's really kind of evolved into more of a a theme framework than just a, a single theme um there's a lot of benefits in 
uh, once you have chosen that theme, theme framework, it doesn't have to be Divi, uh, to sticking with it. Because when you stick with it, you learn the ins and outs of it, the strengths, the weaknesses, uh, what you can do with it. You, you kind of build a, a collection of, of uh, resources, snippets, uh, child themes, plugins, whatever it may be, uh, to where you can really you know, take on any project using that theme. Um, and kind of taking a step back, kind of the old days, uh, you know, before Divi, I would have a project and I would kind of look and, and find different themes on Theme Forest or, or even Elegant Themes Old Theme Collection and try to find one that kind of fit the vision that I had in mind and that would work for that site. Um, and, uh, you know, every new theme, you know, coming from different developers, there'd be all these new things I had to learn. And it was a long process. Now with, with uh, themes like Divi, uh, you know, you can really take on any type of project and, um, and yeah, so that's kind of the, the idea behind it. And, you know, there's a lot uh, of, of other reasons too, but that's kind of like the, uh, I guess the concept of, of what this episode is, is based on. Yeah. I, I tend to think of Divi more of a framework than a theme, um, you know, coming from the old school, like WordPress days, like you said, you'd get a theme and you'd kind of pick, you know, a, a, and back when I was getting started, you know, you'd pick kind of a pre-made theme with a certain look and look and feel off of like theme forest or template monster, some of those other uh, type sites. And, you know, it's a plumbing theme or it's a nonprofit theme off of there, but Divi is really more uh, in my mind, kind of like Genesis and some of the other frameworks. It's kind of a blank slate and um, you know, you, you can take that and really learn the ins and outs of it, the classes and how to modify it. And so as opposed to using a bunch of different, you know, templates that fit the project, stick with the one theme and adapt it to, you know, to, to yours or your client's needs. So I'm, I'm so glad it uh, Divi came out because before that I was doing the uh, theme forest thing and, you know, fighting around relearning, <laughs> re relearning themes and all kinds of stuff. So. Yeah. yeah, that's, um, I mean, that's pretty much the same with me when I started. Um, it was, well, first the theme forest stuff. And then when I found elegant themes, you know, they had all their variety of themes. So, um, but they use all the same classes. So once I kind of started using most, you know, pre-Divi, all their other themes, I kind of realized like, hey, if I, I don't have to learn all these different classes for all these other themes, you know, because that, that's kind of what I really liked about it. Um, you know, you're not really going in fresh new with every mm -hmm. site this way. Um, so there's less of a learning curve. There's less to, you know, kind of worry about in, in the startup part of, of the building. So that was a big plus for me. And, and, and plus, you know, I mean, all the stuff they keep doing with Divi and trying to make it better and all that. So that's why I've mostly stuck with it. Yeah. And I also think that you save so much time when you aren't looking for a different theme for every project. And um, I love the, the blank page for Divi because you can be as creative as you want to be. Yeah. And uh, it has no limits. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, something that we, we uh, David and I teach in our course is, you know, reusing different things to streamline your process. So you might design a really cool looking contact page. Well, you know, a contact page is a contact page. You can, you know, have the same one on a plumber site as you do on a roofer's site, uh, you know, or whatever, you just change the styling. And so um, by 
sticking with Divi and, and using Divi, you build up that collection of like, oh, okay, here's like a bunch of different unique, you know, feature pages that I've designed or that you've, you know, purchased in a child theme or a layout or, or whatnot. And you kind of build up this library uh, that can really streamline your process. And, you know, if you're jumping around to other themes or even other page builders and stuff, it's kind of all over the place. And so, um, you know, that, that time kind of adds up where you can, you know, really streamline your process by sticking with, with something. Yeah, and I think something all of us have kind of benefited from is uh, the being able to market yourself as sort of, you know, an, an expert in this theme. I mean, I'm sure we all have gotten work from people just looking for people who know Divi. Yeah. Um, and so I'm sure maybe it's the same with Genesis and Beaver Builder where people, there are people out there who, who need the person who has worked with this a lot and really knows the ins and outs of it. Um, and as we all know with Divi, because of all the changes, I mean, you need to stick with it to really, rem you know, learn all the ins and outs of it. I see in the Facebook groups, some people will come in and be like, hey, I've been away, you know, for a couple of years and wow, everything's so different. And, you know, they have all these <laughs> questions. Um, so, I mean, it's a real benefit when you stick to it, especially in, in Divi's case. So, yeah. so what do you think um, as far as like classifying are the primary differences between labeling something as a theme or a framework i know like um you know like headway has a drag and drop um builder and editor and to me that's that's kind of like divi yet it's classified as a as a framework divi classifies itself as a theme what what, what are the main differences there would Is you guys it, say well because there's the builder plugin right there's a divi builder plugin and then there's just divi which is the theme and the framework so it's kind of like everything in one. Whereas, if, you know, if you get theme forest, they tend to come with like visual composer or whatever it's called now, WP Bakery or something. Um, so, but that's separate, you know, it's two separate company products. Um, so I don't know, to me, that's, that's probably a hallmark of if it's a builder built in, that's kind of more of a framework to me, but I don't know. Yeah, because I see, you know, if you look at kind of like the evolution of, of WordPress themes, um, you know, a theme was, more of the styling and it was, you know, and they added more and more fun, you know, premium things that have more functionality and different ways to customize it and everything. But a theme literally was like the theme look, look of your site. And so like it used to be where, you know, for like a WordPress blog, you could, uh, you know, change themes on the fly and your blog, everything would basically you know, remain working properly. It was almost like a skin, right? Almost like a skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And everything would remain, uh, continue working properly. It would just be, uh, you know, look a little bit different based off of that theme. Um, and so, you know, themes have evolved, you know, so much and there's, yeah, multi-purpose themes and then frameworks. So yeah, I guess I don't really know what is, what the difference is, or if there is a difference between a multi-purpose theme like Divi or like a theme framework in my head, I look at it being more like um, the ecosystem. So Divi has an entire ecosystem where not only are they creating hundreds of layouts, but there's third-party developers creating layouts, child themes, plugins. Uh, there's so many different tutorials. You can really create anything with Divi. And so that, uh, I, in my opinion, having that ecosystem, um, you know, kind of classifies it more as a, a framework than a, a, th a theme. Yeah, and I, I think especially after uh, the release of uh, the developer edition, uh, Divi 3.1, it definitely became more of a framework like Genesis where you have all of these, uh, you know, hooks that you can tap into and, and different functions that are very easy, easy to, uh, you know, to, to kind of hook into. And if you look at, 
if you look at the divi hooks and the hooks in like genesis they're they're actually pretty similar you know before content after content and prior to 3.1 i mean uh you know you you could definitely customize the divi theme um where where your hands were really tied was creating your own modules and and third party extensions um so I, I think people tend to think of like, oh, I'm creating a custom module and I'm doing it for sale. But, you know, if, if you're doing a big client project and they need some specific functionality, uh, you, you can actually like hook into their existing modules and modify those based on your needs. So to me, um, you know, especially after 3.1 developer release, uh, I, I would definitely classify Divi as, as a framework more so than before. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a, good, a really point, good point since I don't that's... write like a, I don't do the PHP or any of that. So I kind of forget about that all the doors that open for you guys, for you developers. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, you know, people tend to think like since the developer edition, they think like we can like we can tap into anything, you know, like anywhere, you know, in the Divi theme, we can you put this button here, put that button there. Um, there are certain areas of Divi that are still not easy to um uh, to implement functionality into. Uh especially like, you know, the visual builder, it's, it's not quite there yet. Like we can't, yeah. you know, like in the um, editor of the visual builder, the text editor, it's not really easy to add like our own buttons in the, um, in the MCE area um, or what you'd think of as tiny MCE, but it's really not. Right. Um, so, so some of that stuff, I, I think like some of our customers are like, you know, why isn't this uh, you know, visual builder compatible or, you know, why isn't this yeah, functionality it's a, there? a switch you turn on <laughs> yeah, and, and, yeah. And, and there's still some of that missing from divi i, I think they're going to be working towards it and we send in um you know requests and, and things like that when we come across them but it's still it's still in the works the developer edition doesn't mean that you know it's it's like super easy to modify every single thing in, in the divi builder yeah that's a good point i want right. to touch on something okay. leslie yeah. mentioned earlier about uh, people that for a little while from the theme and they come back and everything has changed. Um, I think I see a lot of folks with, I would consider a shiny object syndrome yes. where they yeah. see all these different pages and they're kind of all over the place. And uh, I think that they can really get any, in the way of your growth in your profession. If you can just stick with one theme, like you mentioned before, you can become an expert in it. And, you know, sometimes it's good to try those other things, but try to remain focused on one instead. Yeah, it, that's so true. I, I, I see people that like they, they get, uh, uh, you know, shiny object syndrome and they go over to Elementor mm -hmm. and then, you know, they come back, you know, some don't come back, but some do come back and it's like, yeah. like was, was that worth it? <laughs> You know, like you exactly. just lost time and and everything. Uh, you know, you spend a lot of time learning that new page builder and getting familiar with it mm -hmm. like, for nothing. And you know, there is Divi does have some uh, limitations that some of the competitors um, already have released, uh, like the theme builder and WooCommerce modules and stuff. But but Divi's working on those, and and it will come out soon. Um, Hopefully that's the, the plan at least. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I feel like Divi has those features to get caught up on. And then if you compare Divi just has so much more of like the, uh, the usability um, kind of workflow features, copy and, you know, pasting styles and uh, extend styles and find and replace stuff that the other page builders, at least at this point don't have. Um, and so when you really learn those, uh, those time-saving 
um, features that Divi has built in will like that, you know, will, will speed up and streamline your workflow like astronomically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's kind of interesting and I see it in the groups and um, I wouldn't say it's 50-50, but there's a certain amount of people that want everything and the the kitchen sink, since we're talking about WordPress, um, <laughs> throw, thrown into Divi. <laughs> Um, and then there's others who are more like, you know, traditional Divi users, probably that, that do use it more like a framework um, that wants like a light uh, version of, of Divi. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you have those certain people like screaming, like, we need this feature, we need this feature. And then the other people, you know, like, you know, some they're like, less features. Feature comes out of like, you know, animations yeah. <laughs> and things like that. And they're like, oh, you know, um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I tend to consider myself probably, probably more of a uh, WordPress like, traditionalist um i'm not really into all the flashy animations and and things like that so i, I kind of like you know the real super clean sites um <laughs> you know i used to really like the animations um and maybe it's i i i'm gonna attribute it to learning more about about user experience um from what i've learned that a lot of the animation is just um in the way, you know, distracting, not really, it doesn't always serve a purpose. Obviously it depends on the site and the client, but, um, but I don't know, in the six years I've, I, I've gone away from animations. I'll still do crazy colors sometimes, but, but I go, get away from anything that moves a lot. Wait a second. I've never seen you use crazy colors <laughs> on, on a website, Leslie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely true though that the flashy stuff sells because you know a lot of people that use WordPress and page builders is they they want you know they're not coders they want to be able to do it themselves and so if there's a new feature that will allow them to do something that would otherwise they'd have to hire a developer or you know learn to code then it's gonna you know make Divi more desirable um, and then or even on the flip side on the design side Divi's adding in a lot of design stuff that you used to have to do in Photoshop like Nick Roach just uh, did a yeah that's a big groups. design thing yeah with the yeah thing. the 3d transform where like normally if you had like a UI screenshot that was you know flat two-dimensional you would have to in Photoshop you know use the transform tool and make it you know three-dimensional to you know spice it up on the page and then you would export that as an image um, even though you can do it with CSS I feel like most people just do it in Photoshop. Um, but you can now manipulate 3D transform directly in, or not now, you will be able to when, when that's released directly in Divi, which is which is huge. Yeah, definitely. I where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. So so what 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 are the other um have you guys used any other frameworks or like a theme more than one of the, the one-off like kind of theme forest? Um, well, when I started with Theme Forest, um, it was always Visual Composer. And it's interesting because I haven't touched it in about five years since before I found Divi. And um, one of the developers I work with, uh, he just kind of gives me random work. And this time he was like, hey, what about Visual Composer? Have you used that? And I was like, well, it's been a while, but yeah, if you need some work on that. So I'm going to, I haven't really touched it yet, but I'm going to be working on that soon. So I'm, I'm curious to see any improvements because um, you know, it was my first page builder. I didn't have anything to compare it to. I thought it was okay, um, very buggy actually. Um, and if I'm remembering correctly, it always had a visual and backend builder. But I always use the backend, just like with Divi. I could, that's just I don't know. I guess I'm just used to that. Um, so I'm curious to see what kind of changes it's had. And in, in, five years is a long time in tech. So <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's yeah. that's more of like a like a plugin, right? Like instead it's, of a, a framework or like a theme. It's a page builder plugin, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think it's a plug-in. I, I don't think that they have like a, th- I, I could be wrong. I don't think they have a theme to go along with it. I don't know if they do. I don't think Which, which do. I guess, I guess is like, mm-hmm. the, you know, I don't think so. Difference in, in, between that and Divi, which we can maybe possibly consider a framework, is that they do have like a theme yeah. that, that it fits into and it's op- heavily optimized for, you know, I mean, the Divi yeah. theme is specifically made and optimized to work with the Divi builder. I've um, actually never used Beaver Builder or Elementor. Um, I own Oxygen, but I've never used it. Um, so yeah, I've, I've basically stuck to Divi this entire time. Yeah. I know you guys have, because you guys let me, yeah. I had to do something on Genesis for you guys once, Corey. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, so, so when David and I first um, partnered up, we were we weren't like 100% dead set on on Divi. I mean, I had started using it very heavily, um, but we did have some clients that were um, on the Genesis framework, and we had had dealt with it a bit here and there. So David and I actually like split this like lifetime deal on Genesis, and this has been oh geez four years ago, <laughs> um, and uh, I, I don't really think that we've used it even since then, really, because we just really started getting into Divi, and all of our projects and everything were just going you know, the, the way of Divi. So, um, yeah, I, I don't really see us like, you know, ever using it. I, I think where you may have used it, Leslie, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, our footer editor, we had, we had developed a version of that to work with Genesis mm-hmm. and we've never actually like released it, but yeah, I was just doing some CSS stuff on it, but yeah, I didn't yeah. have a license. So I needed to use Yelp. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not buying that just for some CSS. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if you ever need our license, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to go redistributing it like some of the people in the groups. Anybody want to buy my Divi license? Or right. <laughs> yeah, or, or people will be like, hey, um, does anyone have the latest version of Divi? Um, my my, lic- my subscription is frozen for some reason, and I, I, I can't log in to get it. You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Go buy Divi. Like, <laughs> Daryl Wilson says, David and Tim are secretly selling Elementor products. <laughs> yeah i i think people would be surprised like i've actually never even used elementor have you guys yeah. tested it out? i have I've used beaver builder but i've never used elementor um yeah I'm, I'm sure it's a great product a lot of people seem to like it but I'm i've just, only heard good things to be honest so yeah i'm very invested in divi so yeah i, I i've heard Me great too. things and i'm actually part of the group and it's it's funny because sometimes You'll see like, you know, people that, you know, like the uh, people that were, you know, in the Divi community and they've like, you know, exiled into the <laughs> elementary land. And, and sometimes you're like, oh, talk shit. yeah, you feel like betrayed sometimes, you know, yeah. seriously, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, low I'm times the, aren't that different. I'm in the group too, just uh, to get ideas and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I've seen the same thing. I'm like, huh, I, I didn't realize they left Divi, but <laughs> yeah. So just I mean, to be clear, I'm, I'm... Aspen Grove and Divi Space do not have any Elementor products, but I heard Tim is heavily invested in. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, definitely no. <laughs> no Elementor products. <clears throat> so um, as oh well, that's another thing actually, just to touch on the products. You know, if you know a theme really well, and you get into developing products, I mean, you're going to be more trusted. I mean, if you kind of stick to, you know, like Aspen Groves has done, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know you guys have a few just WordPress in general plugins, but I mean, you're a pretty trusted source because you put out a lot of Divi products. Now, whether it was Genesis or whatever, you know, it'd be the same thing. So you built that trust when you, you know, when you're a company known for working in this one framework. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. My company is called Divi Life. So I'm kind of set for life. As opposed to Divi Space and there's no life in space. That'd be like me switching to Windows. Like I can't be a girl in her PC. That's just not going to work. <laughs> a girl in her Chromebook. <laughs> that doesn't sound as cool. A girl in her Mac switched to PC. <laughs> so um, how, where was I going to go? Um, yeah, so so as as, free, as freelancers, like once, and, and I think we all started off as freelancers, correct? Kind of like building websites. And t- yep. Tim, you kind of got your foyer into WordPress that way, correct? Yes. Um, sorry, say that again. Do you say Tim or Tammy? Tim. Oh, Tim, Timmy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I, either one of you. Um, I, I guess I just kind of want to talk about your how using one, sticking with one framework uh, has kind of kind of changed your freelance um, approach or catapulted your career in any way. Yeah. Um, you, you go ahead, Tammy. I uh, didn't work with a framework before Divi. Divi is my first, really, because before that, um, I hand-coded websites, Greenweaver. Then I started to use, when I started to use WordPress, I just used whatever basic WordPress thing that they had and customized it for each of my clients. Before that, um, before I worked with Divi, I only worked with a theme forest theme a couple of times. So I don't really have a lot of experience with those. And every once in a while now, I will get like maintenance clients that have work, they're working with a different theme and I have to go in. I've seen a visual builder, uh, behind the scene, not the visual building. What is it called? Um, visual composer. What is it? That's it. Yes, I've seen that on one of the uh, a couple of my clients' sites. But uh, Divi is really the only builder I've seen. I've never worked with Elementor or Oxygen. They're on my list to do when I finally get some time. But uh, before, I mean, after I got with Divi, I, I think that specializing in that theme in a community that was actually growing had changed my business like tenfold. So before just building, just hand coding the website, that was, you know, it takes a lot of work and, you know, you get a good product, but it wasn't, there was no way to specialize in anything specific. So uh, getting getting involved with the Divi community, learning Divi, um, conversing with people who use it and getting to know other professionals is really Change my business. I think it could do the same for any kind of uh, theme or framework that a person decides to use. Just make a decision and stick with it. Stay committed. Yeah. yeah. Great points. Absolutely. Great points. Um, yeah. For me, I kind of my story. I've mentioned before. I found Elegant Themes the day I found WordPress, and so. Um, Elegant Themes has always been, you know, part of my WordPress journey, as I think you were alluding to, Corey. Um, and so, but back then, this was way before Divi. This was, you know, back in 2011. Um, you know, Elegant Themes had a bunch of themes, but they didn't have a Divi yet. They didn't have a multi-purpose theme. And so I still kind of went outside my Elegant Themes subscription to Theme Forest and, and, and so forth. Uh, you know, if a certain project didn't fit, uh, there wasn't a, a Elegant Theme to, to fit the, the current project that I had. Um, but when Divi came out, it was like, um, you know, that like Divi's tagline, you know, or at least one of their ad copies is Divi changes everything. But it really did when, when Divi was released, it did change everything. Cause then it was like, 
I don't need to go over to theme forest. Like right. I don't even need to, to go within elegant themes own theme portfolio. Like Divi's really, you know, yeah. all I'm, yeah, it didn't even occur to me to go try another theme forest theme. Right? Yeah, <laughs> <It> just, exactly. <laughs> and, and this was back in version 1.0, even like I felt that yeah. way. And obviously Divi has continued to evolve, you know, drastically over the last, what, five years it's been out. Um, but, but yeah, um, it's, it's crazy. And actually what's funny, I've, I've told this to, to Nick and the elegant themes team. I was one of the first people to ever get a lifetime membership. Um, cause the, the, before Divi, oh, wow. even, they didn't have lifetime memberships for sale, but they did a contest and 10 people got a free lifetime membership to elegant themes. And I was one of them. This was like t- 2012, maybe somewhere <laughs> around there. And, um, I haven't paid for, for, for elegant themes <laughs> since then, uh, which is funny. Like, yeah. So I was one of those first few people to, to get it ever. Um, and it's just, it's funny to look back at that now, like, cause you know, elegant themes and Divi have been such a, you know, a big part of my professional life. So. You know, I, I still haven't upgraded. Um, I pay $39 a year and I've thought about upgrading. I know it would be a better financial deal for me, but I don't mind giving them my 39 bucks. I think that's awesome. I think what I get for it, I, I want to keep giving them. To, so I haven't even upgraded just by choice. Like, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's, Leslie, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, I, I've seen a lot of people say that, you know. Um, yeah, and, and, you know, as as product companies, you, you like that big chunk of money up front, but then it's also important that you have that longevity, those annual renewing payments as well. So I'm sure Elegant Themes appreciates the uh, right. the mix. <laughs> but yeah, I... Uh, I don't think about it. It just comes out. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, okay, take it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually... Um, and I've actually told this to Nick's, uh, Nick's face before, but it, I, I was ready to cancel my Elegant Themes uh, membership um, and not, not renew it. Mm-hmm. And um, just because, you know, I, I wasn't using their previous themes, which truly were themes. I mean, they came and they, yeah. you know, they, they had a look and look and feel of a theme. One purpose. Yeah. It wasn't kind of like a blank slate uh, like, like Divi is. And I, I, I was actually attending my, my first WordCamp um, ever. And I, I went to this coffee shop before the WordCamp and I was doing some work. And, um, and then I get the Divi announcement email uh, from Elegant Themes. And within that day at WordCamp and that night, I I'd actually built a site uh, for a client who was like a buddy of mine um, within a day with Divi. And it was you were like, like, okay, so it was awesome. Yeah. And, <laughs> and really since I haven't used anything else and I've just been totally committed to, to Divi and it's, it's been nice. And um, back when I was freelancing, I really attribute, attribute Divi to progressing my my freelance career because I was really familiar with it. Um, my productivity picked up. I wasn't relearning different themes and, and frameworks over and over. And I was really able to take a project, tell them what was possible and what wasn't possible. And especially back in Divi one point, you know, the, the, the version one um, of, of Divi, it wasn't nearly as powerful as it is now. So there were certain things that you definitely had to tell people, you know, we can't do that. And, and now that the developer editions come out, um, Divi has so many more amazing features. There's hardly anything that you can't do in, in Divi. So what about ones like, um, X theme? Is that still a pretty popular, that's a framework, isn't it? Or am I, am I do I have that wrong? I mean, it, it was a, like a multi-purpose theme. I, I guess maybe you could consider it a, a framework, but I haven't heard about it in a long time. Um, so I have no idea if they're still 
I guess. Yeah. yeah. X theme 2018. Yeah. <laughs> so. There's the X theme and then the, the builder, they call it cornerstone. Oh, okay. So cornerstone is the actual builder. So um, I, I don't know a whole lot about it. I'm, I'm guessing that they're made by the same, by the same company. So they have the theme and then they have the builder. I guess it would be like elegant themes calling the Divi builder something else. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Rather than Divi. As far as I know, um, I, I did have a buddy that I tried to push into. Um, I, I tried to push into Divi, like into Divi, I don't know, five years ago, kind of when it first came out. And he went, you know, the way of the X theme and he got really into it. And I haven't talked to him since. So. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> Um, yeah, but I've, I've never used it. Yeah. It's funny. Cause like, I feel like, uh, the theme forest world, they're, they're that they're their own kind of world. And I kind of forget that the X theme Avada, I kind of forget that they exist. Cause you know, we hear a lot about Divi and, uh, Elementor and Beaver builder and everything, but I don't really hear about those theme forest themes very much, but I mean, they're still like, uh, yeah, I think it's well, still one of the highest or most used. Um, I yeah, yeah. I, I think a big difference too, and, and this is important to, um, you know, to, to freelancers is the licensing and, you know, the X theme and, and Avada and, and those types that they sell on theme forest, they're pretty much like a per site license. Correct. It's not like Divi where you get it and you yeah. can install it on an unlimited amount of, of websites and you can have it on dev sites and, and, and mess around with it. You're really restricted on, on how you can use it. So to me, Does Genesis um, have a lifetime option? Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, like I said, David and I, uh, five years ago, bought the lifetime oh. and, and haven't used it really since. But, <laughs> but, but Genesis ha does have an awesome um, community around it. I mean, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's still like, it's still the number one WordPress like framework, correct? Divi hasn't overtaken uh -huh. Genesis so. yet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I don't think really. Yeah, I, I haven't ever seen Elegant Themes really tout Divi as a framework. Um, no. Yeah, yeah, they they haven't. Um, and and part of it could be because they're known as a, as a theme company. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I I guess there are some constraints and ways that you can define the difference between a theme and, and a framework. Yeah, it's, it seems muddled in these recent years. You know, there's because so many. Yeah. I don't know. Just, things are just so they're changed so often. And, yeah. It's just like an old-fashioned term now. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. And 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 there are more uh, true frameworks out there, like very bare bones um, WordPress frameworks, you know, that, that people can work in. But you have to really be, um, you know. A, like a underscores is a framework, right? Or is that? Yeah, yeah, underscores. And I think there's, you know, one called bare bones and, the, and there are several ones. But you really have to be like a true True developer. Uh, true developer to to use those you know a lot of times they do have the the mobile mobile breakpoints and things like that integrated into them but it's it's not something that you can you know pick up and and start using as a beginner where divi i feel like you can really grow into using it as i i guess what you would consider a theme and then you know certain people you know like us are able to take it and use it more like a, like a framework and really tap into um you know the power of it and you know change the design with you know php and css and so i i guess part of it depends on kind of how you use it as well so yeah i feel like divi too is almost like uh in their own category um 
you know, and I guess some of the other page builders are, are kind of modeling after it, but um, Divi like organically grew with this third party ecosystem, you know, and all the, the tutorials and layouts and child themes and stuff. And there wasn't really anything like it before. Yes, there was page builders, but there wasn't like this. Um, yeah, this platform or ecosystem uh, before. And so it's almost like it's kind of created its own category where maybe it's not technically a framework, um, but it's obviously way more than a theme. And I, I really, I don't okay. even think a multi-purpose theme does it justice because I feel like a multi-purpose theme, they'll have like, okay, here's five, you know, demos that you can do. And it's like, um, but it's not really like the blank slate, build anything you want, like, like Divi is. Um, so yeah, in a lot of ways, it's kind of created its own little, uh, or big, uh, category. Yeah. Yeah. Very big. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Leslie disappeared. There she goes. She, she must be getting some uh, Christmas deliveries. Amazon. <laughs> Sorry. I've been ordering. Online. <laughs> I, I actually, I just told my wife today, like our mail carrier probably thinks we have like a really bad shopping addiction. Because <laughs> <laughs> even like like even outside of the holiday season, we get like one to two packages a day because we order everything, oh, like toilet paper, yeah. paper towels, and everything yes. on Amazon. And the holiday thing. season has made it even more ridiculous. I mean, it's like yeah. you know the, the you know the USPS carrier will come and deliver some stuff, and then a FedEx truck will pull up, and UPS yeah. like thirty minutes later. <laughs> That's the Jenkins ordering stuff again. No, that's the same thing. We have all of our toilet treats on just like auto ship. So like every month it'll send, you know. Yeah, that's how my chewy, yeah, my dogs, my chewy dog. <laughs> yeah, chewy, yeah we, that's the one thing we don't buy on Amazon is is dog food, which comes from. Pizza. Leslie would have a chewy.com uh, subscription. <laughs> I love chewy.com. Yeah, I'm going to have to look into it. Um, so, so when when you're selling websites and you're talking to, to a client about building their website, do you get specific as to what tools you use? Uh, at, you know, obviously in this case, we're all Divi users, but do you specify that? Um, ha have you found that, that having that niche of being a, a Divi pro or a pro of any framework helps you get, get business? I mean, I've definitely That's got business because I'm a quote unquote Divi pro and people that they want someone that specializes in Divi. And I've, I've definitely had a lot of business come from that. But outside of that, I typically don't mention to clients what tools I use. And frankly, I've never had a client that cared, you know, they, they just care about, you know, the end result and everything that it looks good, works well, and, and, and accomplishes what they, they want in terms of what they're trying to do. Um, but yeah, I, I don't typically mention it. And even um, people that, you know, cause I feel like a lot of, I've gotten clients that it's, they purchased Divi, they try to do it themselves and um, they weren't able to, you know, design something custom on their own. So they needed to hire a professional, but beyond that, they don't really, you know, care what, what, what tools are used to achieve the goal. Yeah. It's the same, a little of both for me. Um, it's either they come to me because they want Divi and a person who knows it, or they have no idea about WordPress, what, how a website is built. Um, and those are the, the people that they don't even want to log in. I have a, I only have like three clients who do their own update, their own content and blog or something. Um, so with them, I, I will, you know, I'll tend to go over it because it just, you know, the more they know, the better. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't happen to have many clients who, who either they just don't care or, or I don't know, it's either the extreme, like they don't care or they're coming to me because of Divi. So. Yeah. Tammy? yeah. All of my clients that come to me, all of them are from Divi. So I never have to explain what kind of theme I'm using. 
was it can, can anyone hear me yes yeah, yeah your, your video is breaking oh, okay. but i can i can hear you okay good i can see it's unstable but yes i was saying that uh all of my business comes from those looking to have a divvy website either it's brand new or they need to have a redesign because they built it themselves and want a professional to do it i do have a couple of clients who are um, they're used to the back end builder and when the visual builder came out you know they they emailed me and and um you know where this do i need to learn this now too and i was like you know you should try it see what's best for you um neither of them ended up liking the visual builder so you know with all the changes coming up there's going to be at some point where i have to write the email like you know hey you might need to maybe move towards the visual if you don't like the whatever the back end wireframe mode is going to come um so i mean that's something i've 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 thought about as far as you know divi changes and my clients that that do their own updates but i don't know hopefully it won't be a big deal yeah for us i mean we we didn't specifically tout ourselves as um you know divi um developers i mean eventually we got to the point to where we didn't work in anything but divi it's like you know, we're going to build your website. Like it's a given. If somebody goes, oh, don't use Divi. We're like, all right, well, uh, yeah, well, we'll, talk, we'll talk to you later. <laughs> but I, I think for the majority of clients, um, showing them that, okay, we're going to, we're going to take this theme, this framework, we're going to customize it. We're going to fit it to your brand. We're going to make it look really nice. And then you can easily go in and, and change things and, you know, add certain things and create, you know, blog posts with these, with these modules. Um, I, I, I think to me that, you know, that's a selling point, um, knowing the tool that you're using inside and out, and then being able to pitch the benefits of that tool to, to the customer. So to, to me, the, you know, even though it's not, it's not so easy to take it and build a site from scratch, it's, it's an easy transfer to clients as opposed to using maybe like a Genesis and some of the other frameworks. Uh, you, you almost feel like a little bit better about handing it off at times. Yeah. Um, because some of the stuff, you know, go into this module, change the title, um, you know, have some save layouts, maybe, you know, for, for posts that can choose from pre-made layouts and things like that. To me, that's kind of a selling point. So we, we actually did start just, just to get it out, you know, in the open when we'd send out a, um, a contract that we, you know, your site's going to be built in WordPress and Divi. And that way there's no surprises. The client's like, oh no, my brother-in-law hates Divi or yeah. my nephew told me, you know, it's bloated. Um, yeah, actually, that's right. It is in my in my maintenance plans, and in in the the wording is in there. Whether they really read that or not, I don't know. But but yeah, I guess in that way, I do tell them in writing that well, that it's Divi and WordPress, and especially for maintenance, if they're going to be getting updates, they'll they'll be like, well, what is a theme update, or you know, like so. Oh, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, and and there, there are certain people. Um, I I think uh, you know, like a Troy Dean. I I think he's an advocate of you know, you don't need to go into specifics of how your site's being built. Don't talk about it. Right. They're all tools, you know, just to sell, sell the website. sell sell the end result. Um, for us, we just found it was easier to kind of get it out there in the open because it, especially if the client's going to be making changes themselves, they're going to, they're going to know it's Divi. And, you know, the earlier you can tell them that you're using Divi, maybe they can go out and start watching some tutorial videos of how to create posts and do certain things within it. So I, I think you know, regardless of the theme or framework that you're using, that might be a might be a good way to to approach it. But there's also yeah. the other people who you know um, might might not want to disclose that for various reasons, which 
you know, as a reason why things like Divi Ghoster uh, yeah. have, have been successful because some people I don't... wrote the foundation from scratch, everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I coded it all from scratch. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely never tried to hide it. Now that I think about it, I think I do say your website in my contract, your website will be built on WordPress on a, you know, custom design Divi child theme or something. That's all that's mentioned, but I definitely don't bring it up in conversation because yeah, I, I've found that that customers don't care. They've, you know, for the most part have never, uh, you know, they might've heard of WordPress. Um, a lot of them have heard of WordPress or had had the previous website on WordPress, but they don't know what the different tools and paid builders are. And um, yeah, they frankly don't really care as long as again, you, you accomplish their goals. So. Yeah. Stick to your business client. Go make money. Yeah. <laughs> very true. Very true. All right. So I think we're all in agreement that find one framework, whatever it is. If you're a fan of Elementor, of Genesis, of some of the other ones that are coming out, Oxygen, stick with it, learn it inside and out and become carbon dioxide. Carbon dioxide. That's, that's the new <laughs> thing coming out. We should make one. <laughs> Make something. That's, 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 that's not as pleasant sounding as uh, oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. Um, so, I, I, I think I think we'll come back to uh, to final thoughts. Um, let's let's segue here real quick, and not to get completely off topic, but what's happening in a couple of days? WordCamp. WordCamp. Well, WordCamp. And, and and what else big with WordPress? Five points. Oh, what is like two days? Oh, yeah. Two days, yeah. It went from so, maybe January to two days. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like we should somewhat like, um, you know, try to help like calm people down a little bit. Um, it, it's I saw someone say it's like the Y2K of WordPress, which is so true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everyone's freaking out and it's probably not going to be, you know, like... I know. I, I've been stocking up on water and beef jerky just in case. <laughs> yeah. It won't be um, an auto update as far as what I understand from what I read. It won't be a WordPress auto update. Yeah. Um, so so I, I went through today. We have clients on on maintenance plans and I, I went through today and, you know, we go and back up their website, make sure the backups are working, update it. I, inst I installed just as a safeguard, the classic editor plugin. I've had no problems with it. And to me, that's the most surefire way to like just remain calm, sleep at night, install yeah. classic okay. editor. Um, in case you know you're you're working late at night, a couple glasses of wine, and you hit the uh, update update oh. button or something like that, the classic editor plugin is gonna gonna keep you safe. I've tested it on quite a few different Divi sites, and I haven't even uh, tested it yet. <laughs> yeah, so, so I, I, yeah, to me that's to me that's you know uh, kind of the best route to go. I don't necessarily suggest without backing up and learning Gutenberg a bit of like updating to 5.0 and just, you know, jumping into it. Elegant Themes has done things on their end to um, prevent things from breaking and this and that, but safest thing, install that plugin. So, yeah. And, and, uh, some people were complaining as always in the, the, the Facebook groups, uh, you know, like, why isn't the theme builder not done yet? And, and Nick mentioned, well, we've been concentrating, as, as Corey just said, uh, on uh, Gutenberg compatibility with 5.0 and stuff. Like, that's a good thing. Like, if you know, we've all built our businesses around Divi and use it to create websites. We mm -hmm. want to make sure that they're doing everything possible to make sure it's 5.0 compatible. Uh, one thing, though, regarding that, um, as far as I know, 
with WordPress 5.0 and Gutenberg, it's only going to affect the back end. So it shouldn't make mess up anything on the front end in terms of CSS or anything like that. It's really just how the content you know, gets put in the database, really. Um, it how we act. work, not really how clients see it. Yeah, exactly. As, as far as I know. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's a, it's an editor, so it's not, you know, there's no, there shouldn't be any front end styles or anything like that being added. There were barely any back end styles when I used it. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had stuff touching each other. There was, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. And, and so now that we've gotten that um, out of the way, we'll, we'll talk a bit about um, WordCamp US. Hopefully some of our listeners out there are, are coming. Um, let me check something real quick because I think we are, Tim, I haven't told you this yet, but um, I, I have talked to Nathan Weller um, and I think we're going to do kind of like a, you know, kind of informal um, Divi Nation meetup. Ooh. The same coffee place. Can you send you t-shirts? <laughs> No, so it's not going to be sponsored by anybody. Um, if you come up to me, I'll, I'll buy you, I'll buy you a cup of coffee. You're um, not Nathan. <laughs> I, I'm not Nathan. Um, so let me bring up this message real quick, and I'll get the. So we're going to do Saturday morning, um, which is the second day of WordCamp, at seven thirty, and um, it's at Ten Cup Coffee, one thirty eight Rosa L Parks Boulevard. So same spot as last year. If you were there, um, oh, yeah. email us at uh, info at divi.chat and we'll, we'll get you the, the information. But we're just going to go there, kind of hang out. Might just be the four of us. Might just be the four of us. If anybody wants to, wants to join, um, we're not going uh, to have a bunch of swag and stuff like that. But if you want to come and geek out on Divi and uh, say hello, come, come on by. So High fives all around. That's what we can give is high fives. And, yeah, and hugs <laughs> if you want to hug. Whoa! I didn't, I didn't commit to that. Personal space. Personal space. Just kidding. I love hugs. <laughs> I'm gonna get Tim a t-shirt that says. Unless it. you're sick, don't hug me if you're sick. <laughs> I love so, hugs on the front end. Take care. Bye bye. On the. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll we'll get the get the word out about that. I know it's kind of late notice, but hey, if you're all the way in Nashville from wherever you might be from, get up a little early. Come see us at the coffee place before uh, the second day of. WordCamp US. It, it's kind of interesting that they chose um, basically around the time of WCUS like to to launch Gutenberg and 5.0. I oh, mean, yeah. basically the time where like all like developers and um, you know like you really, you really owners owners of like these big agencies are going to be like out you know away from the office. And it's like, all right, well let's let's release it then. I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how the state of the word Q and A is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's going to be a little bit more hostile than, than right. last year was last year was bouncers this time. someone just asked if david was already at uh, it was nancy in the chat if david was already at um WordCamp us and i said uh david may not make it he's pretty sick <laughs> then i realized it made it sound like he might die uh, which isn't true <laughs> He just, he, he's pretty sick and might not be able to make it to, to WordCamp US. But. Yeah, so, so we're starting a GoFundMe um, for David. <laughs> send, send checks uh, made out to Corey Jenkins. <laughs> no, he's, he's going to survive. He's just uh, ha has a cold and uh, he's not 100% sure if he's yeah. going to make it. He doesn't want to go and like, get, get everybody oh, sick on top of Gutenberg. Then everybody has a cold and it's just this huge disaster. So thanks, David. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Uh, do you guys want to give a final thought? I know we kind of segued away from the uh, the topic, so we can circle back around. But okay. Who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go uh, first. Um, okay. So I I think the um, in my for my business the biggest benefit I got out of knowing Divi inside and out was I got to market myself as like a Divi a Divi designer was kind of what I called it, but other people use different terms. Um, and I got a lot of business doing that. And uh, it really changed my business. I mean, I don't, I don't know how successful I, I would be if I hadn't really kind of gotten into that niche. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I, I think that's probably my biggest takeaway. Um, so if you're kind of in a similar position and you're learning Divi, you've been with it maybe a year or more, um, or you're interested in starting it, uh, that's, that's a big reason for me. So, money talks. <laughs> I like it. I would say if um, you should just pick a theme, especially Divi, Divi's a good one to pick, but um, take advantage of getting to know the theme so they can create some processes that will uh, help streamline your work and make you more efficient. That's a benefit of sticking the thing and getting to know it inside and out. Um, it helps your workflow and allows you to, to be more profitable. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I can't think of too much that we haven't already said and talked about. Um, but Tammy just reminded me to, when talking about process, I think uh, as you, you grow and add on, you know, either subcontractors or team members, um, having, you know, one theme allows you to have a system and processes for, you know, managing and delegating your team and always have something done, you know, the same way where, you know, you start the project and you add, you know, these things and you add the contact, you know, whatever it is, it allows you to, to kind of streamline that process more. So, you know, I've, I've talked about streamlining quite a bit in, in that being a major benefit, but I think that's even more so when you, when, when you have a team of people, uh, you know, relying on a effective process, um, and jumping around to different themes can really, um, yeah, really disrupt that. Yeah, if I could just add to what Tim said, because I'm I'm a solo person. I have no, um, I mean, I get work from developers, but I don't have I don't hire anybody or anything. So if it were me and I had to like, kind of learn a little bit about every different theme, um, I'd be a real problem for my time, you know. And I would probably start eating into my money. Um, so yeah, mm -hmm. just reiterate. Time is money. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with that. Um, you know, we have. Uh, upwards of, you know, close to 20 employees. And, um, you know, it, it would be really difficult to have like, you know, five people be an expert in Genesis and these other people know Divi inside and out. And um, just for, for your general workflow, it's just better to stick with one framework, especially if you're uh, have a team or you're outsourcing uh, to people. Um, even like our uh, development server that we have now, um, it's on Plesk. And we can install WordPress with a pre, you know, with Divi automatically installs. We can have certain plugins that we use, you know, for, for our client builds and things like that. So we can push a button. The site has Divi on it. It has, you know, whatever plugins we need, maybe some of our own internal plugins. And that's just like, you know, out of the box, push a button, there's WordPress, there's Divi, there's plugins installed, and you can, you can basically just start working without having to deal with that. Less stress. Um, Way less stress, yeah. It's a lot easier than uh, than whipping up a bunch of sites, uh, manually installing WordPress and then plugins and stuff. Um, 
my my piece of advice would be no matter what framework or theme um, you choose, um, beyond the the technology, look into the um, look into like you know the ecosphere of of it and the community. Um, Divi, the reason it's been so successful is because they've really embraced the community and the community is so powerful. Uh, you have a problem, you jump into a group, post the problem, boom, within a few minutes, usually, unless it's like a very complicated issue, you have an answer. Um, there's not a lot of uh, frameworks and themes out there that have that. Uh, Elementor is starting to grow into it. Genesis has a, has a pretty awesome community, but um, I, I think that's one of the main things to look at too, is the community, the people backing it. How passionate are they about the product? How helpful? And uh, it's it's really important too, so. Yeah, and how DIY friendly is the community? Because um, I, I think a lot of, I know a lot of Divi kind of targets people who may not be in a position to hire a web developer or something, or maybe they just don't want to. Um, so yeah, I think that that's a big thing about the community too, how DIY, beginner friendly, you know, are you going to be welcome, you know, or are you going to be make fun of, you know, like. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, to me, Divi is extremely beginner friendly. I mean, if somebody comes in with a very beginner question, people are very helpful. If somebody is not so helpful, then I think other people yeah, try they to tell correct. that person yeah. to back off and <laughs> like, like hey. you know, hey, you know, we we're a beginner one yeah. too. <laughs> you know, I, I, for one, anytime I'm in the groups and I, I see a question, I, I don't look down on people because I think of back in my beginner days of using WordPress. And, and I do look down on something, but I don't say anything. But, but then I remind <laughs> So I have to myself. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, sometimes depending on the tone, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it depends. So, all right. Well, thank you everybody for uh, tuning in today. Hopefully we see some of you at WordCamp US. Um, hopefully we see some of you at um, 10 Cup Coffee uh, at 7.30 on Saturday. Um, and thank you for tuning in. You can catch this episode and more at uh, divi.chat. Subscribe to our iTunes Spotify, Google Spotify. Play. What else, Leslie? YouTube. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. We, I actually have a few followers on SoundCloud. I, I oh, awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. So, thanks for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week. Yay. Take care. Bye-bye. I, I was waiting for that, Tim. <laughs> All right. Talk to you guys later. <laughs>